Boom, cut the music. All right, yo, I'm down behind. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag CB99 Talks. What is it, episode 134? What's up, y'all? Um, and this one's live. I'm live. I'm really here live because if it wasn't, I could have went on and played it. But no, nah, I'm really here. I said, let's cut this music and go ahead and get to chatting, man. I had to... um. We had to get his workout in. Next thing I know, hour later, and it is eight thirty. Shoot, hey, I had to get it in, man. I had to, had to get this workout in. It was like ninety four out. Still, don't matter, man. Still got to get it in. Let's see. Oh man, let me see this comment section. I ain't messing with y'all right now. I'm gonna go ahead and get into this, man. Yeah, we live today, man. We live. Because <clears throat> I like I said, B, I would have went on and played, played it, but I'm here. So man, let's get into it. I'm gonna talk about this Paris card. I want to talk these other two fights. I didn't even, you know, really talk too much about them because I missed the fights. You know, I went on and slept through them. <laughs> you know, I just slept through them and said I'm gonna come back and watch them. I watched them last night, man, and I was like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. And um, not so disappointed in Jacqueline Cavalcanti. You know, like, yeah, let's start with this fight first. Let's start with let's, – let's go ahead and jump into this. Let's talk Zara Farron versus Jacqueline Cavalcanti, all right? So Cavalcanti, this is her first fight in the UFC. She's a bantamweight. She was fighting this fight at a catch weight, right? So to me, all right, you know, she's got the jitters, but she still came in and performed. She still won the fight. She did what she should have done to win the fight. And that's what I thought she was going to do, you know, is use her speed, use her combinations, and work. I didn't expect her to score a knockout, anything like that. I expected her to win the fight. She won it in the fashion that she should have won. Now, Zara, man. Oh, man. Zara, she's got the power advantage, size advantage. I mean, this was a catch weight or near featherweight for her sake. And she didn't do anything, man. Um, That's why I said the other day, man, she better enjoy. She better enjoy this crowd right now. They're cheering her on now. But this might be the last time because that performance from Zara Farron, that didn't look like no homecoming performance to me. You know what I mean? That did not look like a homecoming performance. Somebody that was hyped up, ready to, you know, ready to do something big for their home country. You know what I mean? Like the crowd was cheering for, you know, she coming in 0-3. 0-3 in the UFC, I'm thinking that, you know, she's going to be here ready to, ready to, you know, start clean, clean slate. But what does she do? Posing. She was just posing most of the night. She was just posing. I was like, come on, like, what's up with these punches he's throwing? These loopy right hands and Jacqueline is standing right in front of you. Like, why are you not punching straight down the middle? Like, what's going on here? You know, I'm just like, why are we not in here trying to put up put on a show? The crowd's cheering you on. That should be hyping you up to give this give it your all. But 
no nah, man she's just following her around sticking a couple of straight punches out every the loopy punches um just i hate to say it's embarrassing you know crowd cheering on for every little combination she throws and it's not even landing so i'm like she could win this fight with the crowd's help if she just throws some flurries you know throw a few flurries you know the judges might say oh she's doing something we'll give her the fight but no nah, man she just fought behind jacqueline let her piece her up you know calf kicker jabber outspeed her i i didn't see her try to adjust to anything take her down clinch fight any of that no nah, man just stiff following her around man so so to me i'm like yo fighters like this they're beyond the chopping block they just got to go man they just got to go i mean can't say go injury no excuses oh man you know it's been a it's been what three years let me pull up a record it's been a ufc for almost four years 2019 hasn't scored a win yet jossie Ann fight that was another fight she didn't level up in a few months ago once again she doesn't level up in her home country you know you gotta go you know you just got to go you know the ufc well not even the ufc but fight fans they don't want to see this and eventually your home country they don't want to see this they're probably disappointed because you just came in there following around too stiff not executing not trying to throw your weight around you know there's there's no purpose in that there's just no purpose in that so fighter like that yeah they got to be cut they got to be cut and it's not like in the same breath when i say juju you know juju she needs to be released now for her own benefit to get better as a fighter zara it would be a benefit to the ufc if they cut her because you know she's not performing you know she's not coming in there performing you know that's that's on you to go in there and do your thing you know go in there run your home crowd you know make some make some fans get you a bonus for the change you know make dana white look your way but if you're not bringing anything to the table you just gotta go just gotta go man that's how i see that but anyways cavalcanti i think cavalcanti is bringing something to the table you know i think she's a good mma striker you know she's a good kickboxer i think that her movement and uh i still need to see her in there with a grappler you know i, I need to see her in there with with a grappler is somebody that can um wrestle i need to see cavalcanti's takedown defense in the ufc but other than that if she moves down to 135 which she is i think that you know she she can have some success might need a little bit more power and commitment to her shots but yeah cavalcanti is um you know i, I think she has some uh promise to her just need to see her in there with somebody that's going to actually do something basically let's you know let, let's see somebody put her in there with somebody that's going to actually do something too but yeah i think most of y'all talking about that that that, that fight the other day i was like yo this this ain't this ain't hitting <laughs> this ain't hitting right here man but zara at 39 years old i don't know what she bringing to the table like that bj said cavalcanti versus 
Panny. Uh, Panny has a fight coming up, right? Panny's got a Panny's got a top ten fight, right? So maybe we can wait on that. I maybe like to see her in there with that uh, Russian Ronda or somebody. No, that Russian Ronda girl got a fight too. So maybe we can wait. We'll see. We'll see, yo. Um, I mean, it would be a stand-up fight. It would definitely be a stand-up fight. Panty versus um, Cavalcanti. But yeah, I like what she's doing. But man, Zara, uh, yeah, got to go. Got to go. Oh, man, in this fight here. Um, another UFC debuter. What is her first name? Is it Nora Cornell? Cornhole? Cornhole? I'm gonna say Cornhole. I'm gonna let it flow just so it don't sound like Cornhole. Cornhole. Zora. No, Nora Cornhole. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah, Nora Cornhole taking on Jocelyn Edwards. I know some people said that this was a robbery. And this is kind of like, who said that? Somebody said it was karma for the Puda Lova fight. Because <laughs> you remember Puda Lova got robbed versus Jocelyn Edwards. This time around, Jocelyn Edwards gets robbed against uh, Cornell. And in my opinion, um, first off, I'm going to say it wasn't like this total one-sided fight either way. It wasn't a 30-27 fight. Um, Cornell did not 30-27 Jocelyn Edwards. I don't know what people were thinking. The judges were thinking it was not a 30-27 fight. Um, to me, it was either like maybe it could have went either way. I mean, it's, it depends on how you score takedowns. You know, like the first round I gave to Cornell. I thought she scored more strikes, okay? I thought she landed more strikes. Jocelyn Edwards got a takedown in the first round, but there was not really much being done with it. You know, Canoles, she's more tie fighter. Like I said yesterday, I think the other day when I was just kind of breaking it down from what I seen, she's more effective like when fighters come forward and, you know, they get into the pressure with her. You know, that's, that's how I see it. But other than that, I don't really see her like like a – really a solid range fighter with her striking you know she's more inside fighting uh jocelyn edwards to me she won the second round i think she got like what three or four takedowns marcus what's up i think she got like three or four takedowns in th the second round so hands down i mean got to give her that round she out grappled her you know not a lot of strikes landed but yeah she grappled you know, she showed another level. The third round, I thought Jocelyn was taking a lot of punches. You know, she took a few punches, got another takedown. And she got like five out of seven takedowns in this fight. You know, smothered a lot, a little bit of ground control. Uh, I thought Jocelyn Edwards might have got that last round. But to me, it ain't even really like worth saying, oh, man, somebody got robbed. I was like, neither one of them really stepped out of the box in this fight. You know, neither one of them really stepped out of the box to do anything big. So any part of the fight where they let it go, I think that's their own fault. Like, Jocelyn, you can take fighters down all day, but what you going to do on the ground? You know, where the, where the, where's the ground and pound? Where's the elbows? You know? Cornell, like, where's your jab at? Where's the leg kicks? 
Like she landed a few good right hands, but I really wasn't. I really wasn't impressed either. You know, like she didn't come in there with any explosion. Jocelyn, man, she just fights like it's not. I don't even want to say it's like cautious, but it's like she don't even want to engage. Sometimes, like she'll throw leg kicks, but there's no power behind it. You know, and like when she throws the right hand, there's no bad intentions on it. So I, I don't really. I don't really get the feeling that Jocelyn Edwards is either either like a technician or a finisher. You know, like at least other fighters, like strikers that move. You know, I, I think Manon, she she's a smart striker. She can mix it up and she'll land some effective shots. But there's a groove she'll get into. But Jocelyn, it's like, I don't know what she's doing. It'd be just a tentative. Yeah, she's just a little tentative, man. Like, like. I don't get it. Like you don't want to finish, but you still ain't winning on points. Chikagan at least wants to win on points. That's why I'm saying like I can like fighters like that because they're giving you something. Like Caitlin Chikagan, she ain't gonna knock you out, but she gonna make you look bad. <laughs> you know, Jocelyn Edwards, she gonna give you a chance to win every time. That's what I'm saying. Like she might outpoint you, but you always got a chance to win. Like Caitlin Chikagan. Don't have power, but she will like school you. This I'm not getting any. I'm not getting any type of vibe that she really wants to win, man. B just said Chikagan is an exciting fighter. I think she is. I I think she is. To me, you know, taking taking it to the level she do with you know with what she has. I I like it. I like it. Um. We just Edwards and Andrea Lee are the same type, just going through the motions. Pretty much, pretty much. That's how I see it. Um, let me see. Marcus, I have to come to the conclusion that maybe Zara and Edwards should fight only if Zara is already cut and put out of us all, put all of us lights out. You think they should fight? Man, they need to go, man. <laughs> they both just need to go, man. Um Hold on. No, well, no. I, Jocelyn Edwards, she should be cut off of this. I don't think she should be cut. I don't think she should be cut like right right now. Zara got to be cut, though. I mean, she ain't scored a win yet. She's been in the UFC for almost four years, and she ain't done anything. Jocelyn, though, um, she can make an argument because she's got what? She did score three wins in a row in the UFC. She broke a two-fight losing streak. And her, her record is, let's see, one, two, three, four. She's four and three right now. You know, she is four and three. But it ain't a it ain't an impressive four and three. I put it that way. It ain't an impressive four and three. So I don't know. Um, if they if they saw fit to cut Jocelyn too, while they signing these other new girls, fine, man. You know, because they didn't really do anything like to to you know take that tear the house down you know nor though you know i think she gonna just have to step it up too man she got to step up her game as well <clears throat> she gotta step it up man because the girls are gonna get rougher man like i think if that russian ronda girl takes down Nora cornell she might get finished you know if if, if cornell fights somebody even like russian ronda or even like stephanie edgar girl that takes them down 
and you know they got a good submission game. I think Story Ranko could finish Corno actually. Yeah, she seemed cool. You know, I like her fights on the low level. She got a lot of finishes, but I think that Story Ranko, like a Story Ranko type, yeah, she would probably finish. Yeah, she probably finished Jocelyn Edwards too, man. I think so for real. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to talk about those fights a little bit because I watched them and I really wasn't, like I said, I really wasn't impressed with them. But you know, they're WMA fights, and somebody gonna ask me what do I think? I'm like, eh, you know, whatever. They were there. BJ said Edgar's gonna be one twenty five now. Oh, she's moving down to one twenty five to fight Montana. I thought Montana was gonna move up. Stephanie Edgar's kind of big though, man. She's kind of big. She is kind of big. But yeah, let's uh let's jump into the let's talk, let's talk to Co-Main, man. Let's, you know, got a few things I want to discuss on and not just like the particular fight, but what's what we're gonna do moving forward from here. So um yeah, Manon, Manon Firo, she got the victory over Rose. Um decision, like I said, you know, uh competitive decision. That's what I call um when it came down to it, I didn't like I said, I didn't really see I didn't really see knockout on my mind, like especially for Rose. You know, a lot of y'all were saying Rose is gonna get this TK win. I'm like, all right. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like anything's possible, but I wouldn't put money on that. I definitely wouldn't put money on that or 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 say that with my chest that Rose is gonna get this TKO. Like only time I really said that with Rose is when she fought Joanna because they both are straw weights and Joanna style played in the rose. That's the only time I would put I put anything on that. And I said, Rose going to knock Joanna out. And I wasn't just saying that to be funny. I said that, but this one, I was like, I don't see it. I see it being competitive, but at that man, like the, the power man, like, I thought Rose might bring a little bit more power, but yeah, like it really comes down to having to grow into the division. You know, you really got to grow into the division, man. Um, uh, Easy said, what about that dude that put 500 on Rose where he at? Hey, you tell me, man, y'all, where, where, where is this crew at, man? I'm, I'm trying to find them, man. Like everybody that was saying something, where they at? I don't know what made you put that. Dang, six said he put 300 on Rose, man. What were you thinking, man? Come on, man. First, this is what I want to say. I'm going to start it like this. Before, Let's talk Rose, all right? This is her first fight in the division. And this is I say six. You ain't take this into consideration. That's what I'm saying. Before you, I, I get picks wrong. But before you put, your, put on pick, you need to do a real breakdown of fighters. All right? You need to do a real breakdown of fighters, six. Like, what makes you think she's going to go in there and get a TK win over Manon whenever she hasn't even fought in the division before? That's the first question you got to ask. You got to then you got to ask will will her power carry up will her strength carry up? You know, she's not doing like Grasso. You know, Manon is not doing like Grasso. I mean, excuse me. Rose is not doing like Grasso. She jumped right up and took on a big task. Her style is not physical based or pure power based. 
So how is she going to knock somebody out like that? Her power comes from full extension and counter punches. She's not a she's not a storm forward type of fighter like Andra that packs that type of power. All right. That's why when I thought about it, when BJ asked me my honest pick, I said it's going to be competitive because the footwork is going to footwork is a big key in here. Rose's fight is footwork. It's not pure power. It's not. It's, it's all going to be, be how she sets it up. And if the power carries up. And none of that really carried up. I mean, she was dragging her feet in this fight. I mean, to me, even before she broke broke the finger, she already looked like she wasn't really getting into the groove right. And you could already see that Manon moved her with a couple punches. You know what I mean? Like the first right hook that Manon landed kind of moved her. You know, it already moved her. So I was like, uh-oh, now we're going to see what's up here. You already kind of see the strength and the power uh, difference here, you know? And from there, you know, Manon just controlled it with the right hand. And actually, yeah, her footwork was giving Rose problems because she was meeting her there in the middle. And then she would slide out, make her miss the right hand. Rose missing the right hand. You know, even before the fingers broke, she couldn't find the range because, again, Manon is the natural flyweight for this division. She's been here, so her speed is already going to come back the same way it has in her past few fights. See, Rose, this is her first fight at 125. First fight at 125. First fight at 125 against a faster fighter that's at the top between number one and number two. Like, you got to take that in effect. You got to factor that in. How are you going to outspeed somebody like that that is already acclimated to the division and your body's not you know that's all i'm saying like take that into consideration six i was picturing your joanna like ko big mistake but <laughs> two different fighters man two different fighters and even then you could make the case that again i'm not making excuses for joanna joanna had a bad weight cut bj might <laughs> and i'm just playing what you think bj i mean Joanna might, might have had a bad weight cut with that 115 fight. You see, in the second fight, she stayed in there longer. So I'm just saying. And that all came from pure speed, too, like pure timing and quickness. But really, Rose, to me, was already kind of off rhythm. Like she couldn't get the rhythm down because maybe she didn't think that no one would be as fast as she was. And again, Rose not really feeling out at this weight. Her body has to get adjusted to how it moves as a flyweight versus a strawweight. Yeah, she's smaller than Manon, but it's still an extra weight that she's never carried into a fight before. Right? It's still an extra weight that she hasn't carried. So overall, it just came down to her. Even if the finger wasn't broke, I think she still would have got beat the same way. I think she would have got out of strength. I don't think she would have enough power. Cause she made it, she made a good adjustment. You know, Rose did switch southpaw, started working her left hand. And in my opinion, you know, I think that the the finger, the finger had some issues, but usually when you're adrenaline pumping, most of the times I've heard this in the past, when fighters have something broken, they'd be like, I didn't even know. That's the first thing people fighters say. I a lot of the times I hear fighters say, I didn't even know. Like if they had a broken toe or something, sometimes it'll compromise their movement. 
But they were like, I didn't even feel the pain until the end of the fight. Everybody's different, though. Everybody's different, you know. So I just think that I don't really think that finger really caused that much of a change in the fight where she couldn't find a way to win. You know, I use examples about Manon's ruptured ligament. You know, other boxers, you know, other boxers have broken jaws. Go back and look at this guy from Germany, Arthur Abraham. Broken jaw, face swelling. Broken jaws kind of give you a fever, too, some people say. Dude fought 12 rounds and still beat the guy. I think he did win that fight. Let me make sure. But either way, he was in it, and he still, Arthur Abraham, had a broken jaw. In like the first two rounds of, the, of his boxing match, and he still fought through the fight. I, I believe he did win that fight too. Hold on. Like I said, everybody's different. Now I know everybody's different, but I'm just saying, like adrenaline pumping, you really don't feel certain things like that. Yeah, yeah, still won unanimous decision. He still won the fight once he fought through his broken jaw. I mean, Manon ruptured ligament. I mean, nobody made excuses for her. They just said, "Oh, she's a bad fighter." Or she got exposed. So I'm just saying, like, you should, you find a way to win. You find a way to go through it. I thought she found a nice adjustment, but it just didn't. There was no follow-up to it, to me. But moving forward, yeah, bad fight. I thought it was a good fight for what it was going to be. Again, I didn't, I didn't come in here expecting a a war and i think that's the problem with a lot of people that a lot of people when they say they don't like fights or it didn't turn out to be what it was you really don't know a specific fighter then like do you really watch that fighter like do you really study that fighter because if you did you wouldn't be disappointed in what they bring like i watch a fighter i say okay this person's a chess player this other person here they like to dance and move so my thing is okay we get these two matched up ain't gonna really be some type of barn burner you know it ain't gonna be no barn burner or anything like that so i expect a certain type of chess match a technical fight but when you hold your hopes too high you'd be like oh man that fight was garbage or something you know you get the wrong outcome you know don't jump so far ahead or watch the fighters like i said just know know the fighters you should know the fighters watch them they're gonna do certain things man they're gonna do certain things that they always do in a particular fight so i'm just saying it was a good fight i think it was good like aaron versus tyler to me i thought aaron versus tyler was a good fight no most of y'all didn't like that fight i thought aaron executed what she had to do uh I think in this fight, Manon executed what she has to do against a striker and a mover. Um, yeah, yeah, when coming down to it, when you get to this level, I'm going to say this too. When you get to this level, stoppages don't come very often. Only when you got special fighters like Valentina. You know, when you got special fighters like Valentina that have um, put so many years into so many disciplines and they they're they're well-rounded somebody like valentina yes she'll find ways to stop you and, and a lot of that is even mental you know what i mean like a lot of that is mental she's bringing a lot of like 
mental strength from years and years and years of years of dominating. And a lot of these other girls just coming in or like already mentally bowing down to her. But um, when you start getting more well-rounded girls at the top, a lot of fights aren't going to be finishes like that because competition is going to be a little bit more balanced out. And fighters with higher IQs aren't going to go in here and put their chin out like that all the time. You know, they're not going to keep doing the same thing and they're not going to do the same thing in the past. They're going to evolve. You know, so if Aaron continue to stick her chin out and try to punch with Tyler, y'all would say she was stupid. You would say she's stupid and she has no IQ if she got knocked out. But now that she found a way to win the fight, it seems like you still don't appreciate it. But I'm like, Aaron switched gears and said, this girl is better me, better than me here, so I'm better than her here, so checkmate, right? <laughs> Same thing with Manon. Manon saying, okay, I know that I'm bigger and stronger. Let me just make sure my takedown defense is good, and if I keep her at a range, and if she's not as fast as I thought she is, okay, well, I can adjust, and I'll just outstrike her. I'm not going to stick my chin out crazy, though, you know, so... Yeah, when you get to the top, best fighting the best, that's what you're going to get. And that's what we expected with, like, Spence Crawford, the best fighting the best. I, I expected a close-fought decision fight, but it turned out, no, Terrence Crawford's just, like, on another level. And he turned this dude into – he turned Spence just into almost like an av below-average fighter that night, you know? So it's just like that, – that, that that kind of stuff happens, man. Like it's gonna happen often at the top. Valentina versus Amanda Nunes. Come on, y'all. Valentina and Amanda. Y'all expected somebody to get knocked out in that fight? Both fights. The third time they fight is gonna be boring. You know why? Because it's a chess match. That's what it's gonna be. So I'm not going out here saying, you know, Manon put on a boring fight or a bad fight, or Aaron put on a boring fight. No, they use this skill set. They use the skill set that was best at the, at the time, you know? That's just what it is. So, hey, I accept that. Um, Let me look through some comments here. Uh, BJ said, even though Aaron switched gear, she still stayed in there on the feet. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she just switched the gear a little bit. You know, she didn't want to stay on the outside and punch, do anything crazy. Uh, Robot Chicken said, Rose needs to call Mike Dulce and move down back down on 115 now let's talk about that too i'm glad you brought that up we're gonna talk 115 in a minute let me just look at some comments here bj said oh yeah i read that sink said manon didn't try to really grapple with rose either interesting decision on her part yeah i thought um i thought the part the one part where she i think it was the first round when she put rose on the cage and started hitting her i was like okay maybe she's gonna do more of that because when she put rose on the cage Rose couldn't really get off, you know, but then she let her out. So I was like, yeah, this is kind of interesting. Like, I think Manon would have a lot more success or maybe finish Rose because she got in a knee to the body, too. That kind of hurt Rose. And when she she should have went through that body more. I, I am going to say that. Like, if I got to critique anything about this fight, I will say that I would have told Manon to step on the gas, man. Like, for real. Like, I'd be like, okay. Fingers broke. Let's go ahead and break her. Let's let's fully break this girl. 
the finger broke let's go ahead and let's go ahead and get her out and that's just me like i think she did well as far as winning an educated fight but to me i think rose at i think rose at some point in the second and third round i think she could have got her out of there because she did she did kick her in the stomach once i think like the second round looked like there was a little reaction out of rose that midsection and then she kneed her in the body at one point on the cage kind of got a little reaction out of rose so that right there to me told me if she just continued to hit that midsection she probably could have finished it with a body shot you know but yeah that that if, if i had to say anything yeah i would have say yeah i think the finish was there you know, i think the finish was there like after winning that first round and and, and getting into a groove and, and exposing the strength the, the the strength difference and yeah if you know like i said if you know the finger broke i'll take that opportunity you know i'll take that opportunity i don't care if people make excuses i'd be like oh broke her finger i'm gonna break her now finish breaking it all the way down you know uh running said do you think way lee is an elite level jean way lee i think she's um i think she's an elite level fighter now i think most of these girls right here in the top i mean if you could touch the belt two times i think she's an elite level fighter i think she is uh but i i think rose is too and if Manon can beat Rose, I, I think Manon's up there too. So I'm just saying, styles make fights. And I think that if you can go in there and beat somebody at that level and you go on a nice little win streak, it puts you in that level though. But yeah, I think I think Whaley is. <clears throat> um, James said domination is what Whaley did to uh, Lamos. Yep, yep. Uh, James, I call it a clear win, nowhere near domination. No, like, yeah, definitely not domination. It was a clear, to me, Manon versus Rose was what it was going to be, in my opinion. Like, like I said, I think she had the tools to dominate and stop. But when I look at how they both play out and how they both approach fights, clear win is what I was going to see at the end of the day. That's what I seen. Like, clear win was what clear win is what Manon scored over Rose that's what it was to me like I didn't see robbery I did not see robbery anybody see robbery I seen people comment on my videos oh she was robbed she knocked Manon down a couple of times I'm like I saw her slip I didn't see no knockdowns like I saw Ro I don't know if that canvas was slippery because Rose like slipped once and rolled around I don't know what was going on with the canvas but I didn't see any knockdowns I didn't see no I didn't see no robberies either. I thought it was an educated fight like we were going to see. And like I said, when I do a keys to victory, I say this is what I would tell that person to do. This is what they need to do to get the best win that they can get possible. I think Manon got, I don't think she got the best win out of this fight. I think she got the good win. A clear clear cut win that's what i see a clear clear win that you can't you can critique it but you can't say that she was about to lose this fight that's how i see it that's all i gotta say like she didn't she was never really in any trouble um played it more safe than i think she should have 
But I think there was plenty of opportunities to get Rose out of there, especially yeah, when the hand is compromised. I think that, you know, the body was there for the taking and could have got finished with body shots or even like a ground and pound TKO. I think it was there. But remember, you know, got that big gash on the side of her head, too. With that big gash on the side of her head, who knows how you feel after losing that much blood? It wasn't in her face, but it looked like she had a red mutton chop sideburn, right? Every time, you know, even the next round when they clean it up, like every time you turn around, you see that big sideburn of blood on the, on the side of her face, you know? So how does that make a person feel? You know, you got one with a broken finger. You got one with a big gash on the side of her head. Somebody's going to slow down and fight. You know what I mean? But yeah, um, what else we got? Anybody want to, let me see, anybody want to, BJ need to call in, BJ want to say anything? I do I got, do I got any smoke for BJ? Uh, no, I got no smoke for BJ. I ain't got no smoke for him. Lightning Dog said, don't broken fingers swell. They can swell. Your jam fingers will swell, dislocate, not necessarily dislocate, but if your finger gets jammed sometime and it's only getting broke, yeah, it can, it can swell. But usually, like I said, like for the most part, I know people to break stuff and jam stuff. Sometimes when your adrenaline is pumping, you really don't feel it until the end of the fight. You know, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather had broken hands in fights and he always finds a way to win. Don't get a knockout. Fine. You know, he'll go in there and box you. And, you know, that's a fight where you use all hands. You know, in that type of in a boxing match, you know, you. Floyd had brittle hands, but he used his hands. He found a way to win. And you know what was lacking from Rose? Leg kicks. You know I'm right. <laughs> you know she was lacking leg kicks in this fight. And six, you know, if you'd have went back and watched the Joanna rematch, you would have said, man, she better start throwing some leg kicks because when she fought Joanna in that rematch too, if you watched it, I don't know if you did, but she wasn't doing any leg kicks. So Joanna was tearing her up. So when you start to, when you're compromised, or you have a broken hand or broken finger, maybe you need to start throwing more kicks or more leg kicks. You know, that's another reason. <clears throat> I think she kind of fell behind in this fight. So BJ said that fight should have been Joanna versus Manon. Where is uh well I know where Yuana is. I'm just playing. I was just starting to say, where is she? Nah, I know where she is. She's she chilling. Six said Pat Berry said after Rose said, I think my finger's broken. He, he said he said you don't need the finger. Wow. Yeah, at that point he should have just said that um let's start going to the kicks, you know, let's start throwing some kicks. You know, let's start. Let's switch southpaw. Use that right hand as a jab. Let's start using some kicks. You know, I'm trying to think. There's one fight where he was saying, "Don't worry about kicks." Was this the one? There was. Was there a fight that he said that in? It seemed like I heard Pat Berry tell her not to use kicks one time. Was it this fight? 
saying these fights are running together. That's what I'm saying. Like somebody breaks something, man. You just tell them, hey, we gonna we got it. Hey, we gonna we gonna keep fighting though. Don't worry about it. If it's broke, hey, we're gonna find some way to win. Let's start getting takedowns. You know, let's start chopping, let's start chopping her Manon's leg down. Let's start chopping her leg down. She got a long torso. Let's start kicking her in the body a little bit. She's not gonna take us down. So I'm just saying, you know, I'm just looking on this side now. You know. I'm just looking on her side, Rosa's side, and saying what she could do. Start um kicking that body. Um, let's see what we got here. Six, I thought Pat Perry would have a good plan for Rose. Maybe when that finger got broke, maybe it all went to, you know, it just went downhill from there. James Press said, yo, combo, I gave credit for Manoa's win, but honestly, what was up with that extra moving around the third round? It was like, I got, I got this. Let me just move around and run a little bit to secure the win. Like I said, it came, it probably came down to the blood, man. You know, like the big gash on her head. You never know how a fighter feels. You know, it could have been a loss of blood at that point to just say, I know I got two rounds. Let me go ahead and not risk it. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I see. Like, I take that as a factor. You know, the blood, it wasn't in her eyes, of course, but maybe she felt some type of way because that was a lot of blood she was losing. You know, that's that's by the head, too. So maybe that was just a point where she said, let's secure the win. Uh, let me see. Yeah, he said he thought she should have had a better. Brian said that's what he should have told her. Yeah. Easy said uh, Manon wasn't falling for those kicks either. She kept her hands where they were supposed to be. Manon blocked all those kicks. Yeah, that's like number one I said too, man. Like keeping her hands up. She blocked a few of them, parried a few of them kicks. And I was like, that's what you got to do. Six said he does intermediate fasting. Yeah, I did a fast the other day, man, about 24 hours. Um, I'm gonna try to do one. Try to do one, one a week for right now, just to get used to it. Cause you know I work out and run too, so I'm like, I gotta have some energy. But I try to do. I try to up it to two, maybe twice a week. We'll see. I'm gonna try to get on my at least one day a week. Uh, BJ said, "Man, no one needed." Need to learn how to switch, but no need to learn how to switch stances. She's so ineffective when her and her opponent are in a split stance. Yeah, um, no, it's not for everybody though. You know, switching stances ain't for everybody. I think it would be. Well, she used, she started off as orthodox too. You know, she started off as an orthodox fighter too. That's why I'm like, why she should, you know, switch stances a little bit. Like now that I think about it, like very first fight, I believe she was an orthodox. So. If she switched, man, or just committed to throwing a straight left hand a little bit more, I think it would be effective. And, you know, I think that's how you can tell sometimes when a fighter is really right-handed, when they depend on the right a lot. And they're not natural southpaw, natural left, natural left-handed. Mm. All right, but real quick last point i want to make about this one is um the move up in weight 
Was it a bad idea or was it a good idea? All right. All right. So Rose said that she's not moving back down to 115. I know a lot of people saying she needs to after this fight. We make it sound like it's a bad idea to move up. I'm going to say this first. Bad idea to fight, but no. As a first fight. But Rose moving up to 125, not necessarily a bad idea. Why? Because if you are growing out of another division, there's a process you have to take to move up. Every now and then there's a special case with certain fighters that have all around skills, natural abilities, speed and athleticism just off the chart where they can just move up and they, they write in there with the best fighters. But somebody like Rose, I think, probably needed to take the Alexa Grasso approach, right? Even though Grasso wasn't like a champion, Well, even though, let's say, even though Rose had been a champion, I think it would have been wise for her to take the semi-Grasso approach. Like, you ain't got to start at the bottom like Grasso did because Grasso wasn't a champion. Grasso was at the very, Grasso was kind of at the bottom of Strawweight, so she started over. Like, Rose maybe might not have time to start over. Maybe mentally she don't, but to me, I think it would have been wise to jump into the top ten instead of jumping into the top three <laughs> you know see rose thought, hey i'm the best that's her mind frame now nah, like sometimes you got to humble yourself and say even the best got to work their way up because somebody else gonna out best me you know so to me i don't think moving up was a bad idea i think the approach and thinking you can jump in with the best fighters at a weight that's not the same as straw weight is her big mistake she needed to start somewhere from eight or nine and go up from there or maybe even 10 you know start at 10 and move your way up you know grasso did the perfect approach to me like when she took a couple of fights i seen that she was taking it seriously you know um of course i didn't really think she had much of a chance against valentina at the time but that's the thing like i kept thinking of like the past grasso I made the mistake of thinking of the past Grasso. You know, Grasso was growing into the division. She was filling into it. And um, I want to pull up her resume. Because I want to just go through it with y'all again. Like, this was her process. This is her process. Okay, look. Rose should have followed a similar process. You don't just jump in with the biggest and one of the best flyways in there. He started at the bottom. Where where did Grasso start? Grasso started with Jin Yoon Kim. Not the best opponent, but it's 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 a humbling experience, right? You fight somebody like Jin Yoon Kim, you get adjusted to fighting somebody bigger, how well they can take your punch, how fast the flyweight is, work on combinations, work on this, that. Get used to fighting somebody big that's going to be moving around, feeling that weight. And she beat her, right? Next, she fought Macy Barber. Macy Barber. Big, powerful girl. 
dangerous. You know, Grasso used her skills in that fight. Grasso tore ACL in that fight. See, again, she tore, she tore it, tore ACL, still found a way to win. Used, used a ground game, too. You know, she used a ground game in that fight. And you've seen that strength growing. I was like, okay, okay. Grasso's mean, mean in business. Third fight. Damn, was that far off? When she fought Macy, it was a year later, huh? So, yeah, that, that year off, too, gave her a chance to heal from her ACL, but also, like, grow into the division, you know, put on a little bit more muscle. She finishes JoJo. She finishes JoJo last year uh, with, with a submission. So the ground game was on point. Fights all Rujo, that next level up. Wanted another fight between them, but, you know, she didn't get it, so... They just had to get ready. And by then, she had fought four flyweight fights, you know, not just like the best flyweight fights, but just got her body, you know, her body and her skills to a point where she could hang with the big dogs. And that's where Rose kind of, you know, jumped the gun and said, I can just, my, my skills from Strawweight going to help me. You know, she did a few things behind the scene. You know, she did some grappling tournaments she wrestled a little bit but she didn't really do anything in the ufc flyweight division to get filled out you know she didn't wrestle any of these big girls like she didn't fight macy barber but she didn't fight jessica not just got dry jennifer maya lauren murphy you know just to like fill out and work on her difference in speed you know so she came straight in against a faster fighter is already ready to pull the trigger, already has that fast twitch muscle for the division, and she gets outpointed. You know, so it is a bad deal now because now it kind of puts her in that position mentally, like, oh, can I climb the ladder? Like, am I strong enough? That's where you kind of make the mistake now. You like, am I gonna be strong enough to fight these girls? Can I get it down? Maybe not, because now people are saying she needs to retire. But to me. If she pushes all that aside, I think Rose could take a couple of steps back and maybe fight a Jennifer Maya or Lauren Murphy, you know, to um, get in, get in right, fill out. But does she want to stick around that long to fill out? That's another question. Like, Grasso ain't never became, was never champion at strawweight, you know, so she, that and... She was a little bit younger when she was coming up. Uh, let me see. Grasso came in. Grasso's 30 now, right? So Grasso came into the division at about, almost about 27, 28. You know, so she hadn't really, like, been in those realms as long as Rose. So Rose might not want to put in the work anymore. Saying that where is uh, Murphy rank? I believe, like, six or seven. Let me pull it up. I think she's like, I think Lauren Murphy's like six or seven right now. Let me see. Yeah, seven. Lauren Murphy's ranked number seven right now. So I think that fighting for Rose, maybe it is just something she has always looked for a big challenge now, but I don't know if she has the drive to work her way up like Grasso did. You know, Grasso having never touched the belt. 
she was like, you know, I'm hungry. I want to get this. So, yeah. I think that um, that's what she would have to do. But, like, if she's going to keep gunning for big fights and trying to get towards the title, I don't think that's going to happen. Because, yeah, I think Tyler would probably finish Rose, too, or Aaron would dominate Rose. You know, Aaron's going to be pure stronger than Rose and might get her down and submit her. You know, Tyler might crowd her and hurt her, too, you know, if Tyler's cardio holds up. So I think she loses to all those big girls like that. So that would probably probably would have been a wise decision, you know, to start at the bottom at 10 or 8. Um, James said, is there any girl, is there any girl who Rose can win? And she would be another fight away from a title shot after beating this girl. I guess it would have to be Aaron then, right? Like if if they play favoritism and gave her Aaron, like right off top, I think she would have to beat Aaron convincingly to even be in that talks again. But even then, like everybody would know, like if Valentina beat Grass or Val Rose ain't be Rose ain't beating no Valentina. <laughs> Rose is not beating no Valentina. Even if she beat Aaron, like she ain't beating no Valentina. So I think she would have to do something very convincing to get back into that, into that position. Like that's what I'm saying. That's just like a scenario, like a what if scenario. Like if she did beat Aaron, she would have to do some other things that's impressive. Um, yeah. Easy said Rose would definitely beat you, Kagan. I wouldn't say that. I don't know about that. Ain't no definite in there. Ain't ain't no definite in there. I don't I don't think that's a definite. She might, but she definitely ain't beating Chicago. Uh, there's no definite there. Gabby says Rose fight Andrade again at one twenty five. Um, I really wouldn't want to see that fight anymore. Especially if the outcome of this Mackenzie Dern Jessica Andrade fight turns out to be what I think it might. Y'all see Mackenzie Dern, right? Y'all sent me that. Uh, Marcus Bell, uh, BJ, y'all sent me that footage of um, Henry Cejudo training Mackenzie Dern. Yeah. Um, if Mackenzie Dern get that wrestling right, man, she might be taking Andrade down, putting another loss on her resume so maybe like two years ago i would like to see that andrade rematch with rose or rubber match but not anymore not even at 125 uh six at rose is past her prime yeah i think mentally she is a little bit like i think she has the skills to perform but not really like hold down a division or even take over a division like that. Six at Rose uh, would make a lot of girls eat the jab at 125. Yeah, if she when she finds her timing, she could. She could. Easy says Chicago we I don't know about that, man. Like it wouldn't even be about like having a herder there, man. Like, what is Rose gonna do though? Like, is she gonna go after it? Like, is she really gonna go after it? Like, Chicago's gonna be moving now. Like, Chicago's big and she's gonna be moving and landing points. Like, if 
you got to see it like this again easy -E. um rose ain't no power puncher like she's not like a pressure puncher she's not going to storm in like andrade and beat up Kajukagan. if that girl is moving and making rose have to reset constantly i don't see like rose going in there like knocking her out or beating her like in this one-sided fight like i said she could win if she gets her timing down but i don't see her like going in there destroying Chikagan. Uh, James Press said, does she even beat O'Neal? Who, Rose Namajunas? I think Rose can beat, I think, yeah, I think Rose can beat Casey uh, O'Neal. I think Casey O'Neal brings that high-paced style that's more come forward, and that's what Rose likes. You know, she likes somebody that's going to give her that, give her the face like that. You know, they're, they're right there, like, if she can hold up, let me put it that way. If she can hold up against that type of pressure, then yeah, she would, she would be able to possibly stop her. Yeah, yeah. Um, Easy said you gotta go after someone like Chikagan. She demands no respect from someone that can bang. Um, you do got to go after someone like I, I i don't think rose is that type of go after him type of fighter that's why i don't see her like beating chikagan like in this dominant fashion like she's not going to go after her like that to me all right so um you got a fight coming on tomorrow dana white's contender series let me see um Oh, hold on. BJ said Casey O'Neill will grind Rose down to his stump. I doubt it. I don't think Casey O'Neill has that type of physical strength to do that, really. She's she still she got Casey O'Neill got a lot of work to do. She got a lot of work to do. And there's nothing wrong with that, man. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, a little bit more work and she can get there where Aaron is, you know fighters like aaron and you know sometimes you gotta take a loss though man like to get better i mean she's still young she can bounce back and jennifer maya was a <clears throat> good test for you know to see where her level is o'neill fell off o'neill's off another injury yeah another injury our rubo fight got canceled well, yeah, with O'Neal. Aruho's fighting Maya now. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. At Casey O'Neal, I think, yeah, she's got the heart. She's got the talent. She just needs to catch up. That's all. I think there's this point. You'll see her catch up at some point, but there's no need to rush her. I mean, that last fight just showed it that, hey, she's got work to do. It's okay. Macy Barber got that, remember? Macy Barber got it. Remember Macy Barber, hey, she lost to Roxy. And where's she at now? She got her five wins in a row. You know, it took an L. Took an L and an injury. Then she took another L, right? After losing to Grasso, she bounced back with five wins in a row. So after she get off this foot surgery, you know, she should be good. You know, she should be coming back. 
Oh, yeah, I know what smoke I had with BJ again, man. The other day, BJ tried to say, yeah, BJ, I'm, yeah, this is my smoke with BJ from the other day in his live stream. I didn't get a chance to address it when I came on, but he said he didn't think fighters like Manone and Aaron wanted to fight Macy Barber. I was like, why would they want to fight Macy Barber when they're already high up over her? On top of that, after Macy Barber beats Amanda Ebos, Macy Barber says she wanted to fight Andrade or Lauren Murphy. Okay. Why would you want to fight down though, BJ? Like that doesn't make any sense. And did you hear what I said? Macy Barber wanted to fight. Andrade or Lauren Murphy to get to the top. What does that tell you? She didn't call out Aaron. She didn't call out Manon. Manon didn't even have Rose listed as a fight yet, but they didn't call. I'm just saying. During that time, they weren't always high ranked, though. You know where they were at. You know where she was. She was injured, so she couldn't fight. And then they scheduled her to fight Grasso. Ain't nobody ducked Macy Barber. Aaron didn't duck no Macy Barber. Manone didn't duck. Don't make me put that video up, man, where it says Macy Barber's team didn't want her to fight at Manone. They didn't want her to fight. They didn't want her to fight her at that time. So I'm just saying, I just wanted to bring that up because, you know, I I think that, you know, Macy's, she's definitely getting better as a fighter, but I don't think that any anybody at Flyweight has really ducked her like that. You know, nobody's really ducking her like that. She's definitely dangerous, though, but I think that most of these girls got enough heart and skills to step it up against, you know, so I don't really think there's a reason like to duck Macy Barber. I'm just saying, bro. I know you said that the other day you try to call Aaron out. You try to say Aaron did not want to fight Macy. I'm like, come on, man. Like, you sure it's not the other way around? Because at the time I thought Macy's gonna move down to 115. But you know, it's it's all good. Uh but anyways, um let's see. Uh we got a couple of fights. No, we only got one. I think we got a bantamweight fight tomorrow on Dana White's contender series. Dana White's contender series. Let's see. But yeah, I think Rosie could be successful at 125. Granted, you know they move up right, fill out right, and that and that's that's what I think. But you know, jumping right in against the big the big dogs, it's rough. It's rough. Gabby says. Aaron did confirm she didn't accept the Val fight. She said it was a short notice fight against her. Okay, that makes sense. I mean, I wouldn't accept it either if it was a short notice fight. That's kind of dirty to try to not give a person a full camp the fight. You know, they did that to Marina against Wei Lee. And I was like, yo, Marina Rodriguez did right. You don't take a you don't take a champion on on short notice. Unless they're trying to make you food. 
BJ said, how do you quickly rise through 125 and not take on Macy Barber easily? You just don't get matched up or you get matched up with somebody better. You know, you get matched up with a Jennifer Maya or Chikagan. I wonder why Casey O'Neill never got matched up with her. You know, they gave her to Miranda. You know, I thought Miranda won that fight. Miranda, she's got some tough fights, though. Like, Miranda Rap Maverick, they're giving her tough fights. I will say that Miranda's for Macy, Aaron, Cajuera, um, this Jasmine girl, big, you know, big, dirty wrestler, you know, gritty. Yeah, Miranda's for some tough fighters, though. You know, sometimes I think they see some fighters and they, they get gimmies, but, yeah, I thought Miranda Maverick, she's, they've been giving her tough fights, though. Because, yeah, you see Miranda, they gave it Casey. She, I ain't see Casey O'Neill fight Macy Barber, though. Like, I never really seen them, like, acknowledge one another for that, you know, for that spot. Yeah, we said, Aaron said that the UFC offered that fight to both of them after she lost to Grasso. Okay. Mm, let me see now. James Press said, I wouldn't give Santos if Santos beats her, which is very likely. You should put her back a couple of steps. I think Macy Barber should get good fights to get her to the title if she can get there. That is a good fight to get her there. Actually, I mean, that fight is good or Lauren Murphy. Because if you think about it, Caitlin Shkagan, that could be a bad matchup for it. Like, she could lose a decision, you know, in that fight. I think, I think actually Tyler and Barber, their styles could kind of play into one another where Barber has a better chance, I think. I think Shkagan is a little bit more dangerous in the fact that she's could outpoint you and kind of make you look bad on the feet a little bit, you know? All right, BJ said he's got a dip. He's got a long week ahead. He needs sleep. He said Casey and Macy were trash talking at one point. Oh, okay. Okay. But yeah, I think that there's a couple easy fights that could get her to the championship. Macy Barber, you know, yeah, like I said, there's a Lauren Murphy fight and a Andrade that she called out. Those are easy paths there. But Tyler, you know, I think that's a good test for it to um, really put herself in a position because you know Tyler needs to fight you know Tyler needs to stay busy right now Tyler needs to stay busy she got to stay in the mix got to get back you know in the fighting and I think Barbara's a dangerous opponent for her right now that's what I think you know I think Barbara is a dangerous opponent and I think striking wise you know Macy could give Barbara I think Macy Barbara could give Tyler some problems on the feet you know even at a range because you know Barbara she'll let go Yeah, I agree with that, Easy. You know, he said, I think I think a real fighter would want to fight everyone and clean out the division the whole way. Too much ducking and dodging these days. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if I want to see who's the best from, from Macy, I think, you know, Tyler's a good fight right now for it. But if you're thinking in a way like James said, okay, Lauren Murphy, that's that's too easy. You know, some might say it is too easy. But if you really want to see her tested, 
and, and put in a position where she can get a belt or argue that she deserves this title shot, then it would be like a Tyler. Uh, let's see. Brian says Tyler Santos needs to learn lateral movement. Yeah, she's a little bit slower on the feet now. Or something, man. Like she just don't move, man. Like she don't move side to side. Like Aaron backed her right into the cage multiple times. You know, backed her into the cage. You know, with some strikes, she couldn't really like duck out. You know, she wouldn't pivot. That's why I said like. Possibly, like, if Rose had grown into the division, she might give Tyler problems, but I don't know. But, you know, I don't know if Manon would. I know. Like, that lateral movement would give her problems. Grasso could probably give her some issues, too, with some movement like that because Tyler, after that first round, like, she wasn't doing anything to secure a victory at that point. Tyler had one good round, man. Dang, man, shaking my head at that. Just thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, Tyler had one good round. And then she was just like stuck. Dang, man. You said, I say Barbara Myers a good fight. Yeah, Barbara Myers a good fight. Barbara Arujo's a good fight. I think Barbara versus Jennifer Myers is better. That's a better test for. Sink said, if Valentina loses again, do you think she's done or do you think she'll continue to fight? Uh, she might continue to fight. We'll see. It's really hard to tell. Sometimes fighters they come in ready, and then all of a sudden they laying them gloves in the in the cage. Uh, let's see. Say, um, Barbara is a joke. Why didn't she call out Chikagan? She hasn't fought all year long. Yeah, that's a good fight. That's a good fight. I wonder if Shikagan's going to move up to 135, though. Man. I wonder if she's moving back up. <laughs> I know she mentioned something about that. No, Tyler needs to stay busy, though, man. She can't be going out no year no more. Easy said, I don't think Rose expected Manon to move that well. I know. That was a, I know. Big, I, I, I don't think you did either, Easy. <laughs> She wasn't the only one. Nobody, nobody expected her. You know, good on her though, man. Cause yeah, like Rose, yeah, Rose had um said something like, "Oh, we know how she moves, or she moves this way and that way, like one particular way," and that was all she said. And she didn't really like give it any other thought. So I think yeah, whenever Manon started like pivoting and stepping in and out like that, making her miss. It was a, it was a shocker to her. Marcus Bell says, "I think if Macy fights Tyler Santos, Macy Barber would try something similar to what Aaron did on the cage, and I think it might be a little bit more violent because Macy throws a lot of elbows. Macy Barber throws a lot of elbows too, so it could be a very, very." dangerous situation macy just broke or fractured fractured the orbital bone of amanda ebos apparently man is better now because she's fighting but 
Tyler Santos has been tenderized over there by the eye. So I don't know, man. Elbows on the inside from Macy Barber. Dangerous, man. Uh, Renarine said, do you think Casey O'Neill is the female version of Sean Strickland when it comes to fighting? Mm, I think Sean Strickland has a little bit better boxing. Sean Strickland has better boxing. I think his, he does move it. Well, he moves his head a little bit, but he can still get knocked out. But I think Casey O'Neill has her own style. I don't really compare them to. I think actually for Casey O'Neill's division, I think she hits a little bit harder. Or, or a little bit stiffer. I think Sean can land, but sometimes he pity pass. Of uh, six, said, what's the best matchup? What's the best matchup for the bantamweight belt right now? The best matchup to me, I think, is I think the best matchup right now is Pena versus Rocky. I think that's the best matchup right now for the division. You know, just to keep it moving, just to keep it moving. I mean, ain't no more waiting, you know, just to keep this division going. I mean, uh, I think Rocky has the better streak right now out of both Pena and Myra Buena Silva. You know, Myra Buena Silva does get this, did get this Holly home victory and a couple other unranked wins, but I think Rocky's is a little bit more legit. You know, Pena's a good trash talker. She was the last to hold the belt out of the three. So I think um, Pena has the – she's bringing the weight as far as, like, the, the crowd. I think Rocky's bringing the resume. So I think just make that fight happen. Uh-oh, easy. BJ ain't going to like it. You said that. Gabby said, does Santos go the same pathway as Dominic Reyes? Um, I don't think so. She really needs a new team, man. She just really needs to get her self intact, get get a new team, and really work on her movement too, her cardio and her movement. Uh, James said San- Tyler Santos was a savage and should have won the title in one fight after that. Barbara can beat her. And... Yep. Yeah, I mean, I-, I think a lot of people are kind of dumping on the whole about, about the whole team thing, too. I think, you know, a lot of people getting their feelings about that. But there's no lying that she needs to work, though. Like, I don't believe that she's not like what you're saying like other people are saying but no tyler santos is still a good fighter but it's obvious that she's got to work it's obvious that she's got some things to do that she's got to change some things up just lost his last fight she was out a year so there's things in the cage and out the cage that need to be handled if she want to get back on her dominant self you know get back to your dominant self you know you got to go back in there and do what the fighters like Valentina and Grasso are doing, you know, to get better. It's all about, you know, taking care of your business, too. James says, so so you guys think Aaron exposed this big thing about Santos? What, this cardio thing? 
this IQ thing. Like you tell me, like, why why couldn't she figure out what happened in there that night? That's the big question. She had one good round. Why is she not? Why is she? Why couldn't she figure out what happened at that moment? Let me ask you that. Something got it. Looked like something might have got exposed, James. I'm just saying, like, everybody's saying that Aaron was doing was just one simple thing. Why could Tyler not break that one simple thing? You tell me what was exposed that night. And that's, it's, it, it ain't nothing bad. Fighters get exposed all the time. That's just saying when a fighter gets exposed, that means they got to work on something. As a whole, I mean, not always saying the fighters getting exposed as like a whole as a bad fighter. I mean, if you get exposed in something, that's just saying, okay, this person needs to work on this thing. So it don't happen again. You know? Okay, so you say Aaron is pretty strong in the clinch, and Santos was able to defend it all, but she couldn't get off of the fence. That was the fight right there. Her not being able to get off the fence. Right. So what would you say she needed to do? Well, think about that, though. If it was something that. Think about it. That does sound like something that got exposed, though, right? Like. Something as simple as because people make it sound like it was so simple, because uh, to me, what Aaron was doing was very impressive because she was using a lot of strength and she was you know using a lot of good position here but why couldn't tyler get out of it though so something did you know something had got exposed i believe it was brian mentioned earlier her movement because of what why how'd she get to the cage well she didn't step to the side she went straight back she went in a straight line. She went back in a straight line to get put on the cage, you know? Um, let me see. Yeah, because when you work on things, you're working on certain things that could be exposed, you know? Closestrom said Tyler did stuff all her takedowns, though. Yeah, she did. Stuffed all those takedowns, but didn't get the win. And that's what my thing is, like, take a page out of Ariane Lipsky's book. Ariane, we stuff and takedowns, but she be scoring points, too. I mean, damaging blows. She be kneeing you to the stomach. I hit you with a punch. Um, Manon had stuffed one of Rose's takedowns, and then she got in a body punch right after. You know what I mean? Like. When you stuff a takedown, that's a that, that's when somebody's most vulnerable right there. You could like hit them with an uppercut, you can knee them in the face, or as you stuff them down, as you escape, you can hit them with a punch real quick. So I'm like, Tyler stuffed these takedowns, but did she land any big shots? Did she land any big shots? No, like there were opportunities to land big shots there, though. That's what I'm saying. Like when you look, yeah, there's always something that can be worked on. And if you get exposed, that's all right. Yeah, as he said, people always think it's easy to get out of a situation until they're in that same situation, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, that position 
to people they think it look easy but it's not uh gabby said did santos expose aaron she exposed well some of the things that she had done aaron we are i seen before you know so i think the power was one thing you know i think we knew that aaron would react to the power like that but um the the lack of defense is something I've, we've been seeing and i've been seeing in a lot of her fights so i think that lack of defense has been there and you know tyler just took full advantage of what was seen in the past you know so again yeah it's something that was already there you know yeah marcus bell said i i think sent i think i don't think aaron was exposed but her defense including issues with takedowns has been an issue right right yeah this is like an ongoing issue you know what i mean like from the outside looking in for us it's an ongoing thing like aaron we already seen her get hit with punches like this before so it wasn't really anything new but like the way tyler got pushed back into a beeline straight back and wasn't able to get off the cage that's something new you know that i think we see have to see we have to see her work on some things now even like her footwork over committing to punches um high five said that i see roses live tonight no i didn't see it i didn't see it high five said tyler doesn't have the footwork to stop aaron from walking forward but no would be her look at how she did to rose who's known for her great footwork yeah i agree with that um james press if you look on the feet if you if you're good on the feet have good movement take down defense and great cardio aaron can get whooped no problem oh yeah yeah no doubt even if you have a couple of those things like number one you need a cardio <laughs> i will say that james number one everybody gonna need that cardio to beat aaron because aaron is a relentless pressure fighter but if you have takedowns you know in the past she hadn't really got that many good takedowns before like i think your takedown defense might be great but if you have good movement and you're just good as a striker you could beat her you know but those are all good things you could have yet to completely like dominate her i think gabby says santos knees to aaron's midsection were great but didn't help yeah i think she needed more of them i think more knees to the body from santos would have done some you know serious damage in there um it also shows santos can be controlled by a much smaller fighter i'm not that high runner like most yeah um that fight definitely shows something there it, it, it shows something you know i still think she's a pretty good i think she's still one of the most dangerous at the top but it's girls with styles like physical that physical strength based and they're strong and they get strike they'll give santos problems you know yeah yeah brian said uppercuts too okay uppercuts too uppercuts man like when a fighter dives in you know uppercuts are good that, that'd be your best friend yeah overshooting you know that's why i say like right now i think to me lipsky has like 
what I'm seeing as far as like developing takedown defense, where it's just not pure stuff. And like, I like hers because it combines defense and offense. Like for some of the girls that try to drop a level, you know, she automatically goes for your tie clinch and your neck. Then she lands some knees to your body. Um, you know, Monona kind of stuff, you hit you to the body. Um, they're a little bit more physical with their takedown defenses, you know, where it's not just running and getting out of the way, but there's a sprawl to it, but there's physical, there's like a physical type of movement to it where they try to do some damage when, when you're at your most vulnerable, you know? But yeah, um, I'm going to jump off of here, y'all. I might get back on tomorrow because there is a, Dana White's contender series fight tomorrow, but uh, we got some other fights coming up. We ain't got any women's fights this weekend though, so I'm not, I'm not buying this. <laughs> I'm not, just, I don't, I'm not gonna pay for um, UFC 293 this time. I don't think so. Arujo Casey O'Neill was originally on this card, but there, there's no women fights. Oh, is Taffa back? Justin Taffa's already back. Tui Vasa's on this card, but ah, man. Oh, yeah. Even the Car Francis fight got canceled, so I don't care now. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, who's uh, who's watching this UFC 293 card? Like, who's paying for it? I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to. I don't think so. Ain't got any women's fights on this card. Or any like great fights on this card either. Like the, the main event's not really that good to me. So, anyways, uh, Marcus Bell said, I still remember when Natalia fought Blader, in which Blader caught Natalia caught Blader as she was shooting for a takedown. Yeah, the first round she tried it too. That was a sign. I think it was the first round she tried for that spin kick, and that was a sign. Uh, yeah, Santos is not bum. No, she's not a bum. Definitely not. Uh-uh. Nobody gets to the top like that and be called a bum. No. Yeah, okay. Yeah, nobody's getting this card. Yeah, I'm not getting this card. I'm not. So don't expect me to get on and call this card because there's nothing I'm going to call on here. None of, nobody on here wants me to call any fights on this card. So with that being said, Looking at the week after, now that card is a UFC fight night card. It's a free card, but it looks way better. The Grasso Shevchenko card looks way better. I mean, maybe because I'm a women's MMA fan, but for the price, it's a good card. Free. <laughs> Yeah, you got uh, all the women's fights are on the prelims, aside from the main event. Loopy, Elise Reed, Yasmin Lucindo, and Josephine Knudsen, Tracy Cortez, and Jasmine. I don't know, man. Josephine Knudsen, they're giving her a tough fight for the first go-round. I don't know if she's going to, I don't know if she's going to win there. Oof, man. Yasmin Lucindo is a kind of a beast i know josephine's a good fighter that's not a good first fight into the ufc i mean that's dangerous fight they're kind of doing her like they did blader giving her natalia silva 
you know. Yeah, we said, what's next for the newcomers at 135? Well, um, better start showing up and showing out. They got to show some. Jacqueline Cavalcanti, I think she could fight somebody like... Um, Jacqueline Cavalcanti could fight... Might be too soon for like a J Jossie and Nunes. Cavalcanti. Who are some unranked bantamweights right now? Lisboa's matched up with uh, someone already. Um, Colossum said, Luc yeah, Lucindo Lupi, that would have been a better matchup. That's, yeah, and Reed, Newton, that's a better matchup. Elise Reed is a is a much more safer slash somewhat good competitive fight for Newton. Like, that fight, I don't think, she could make it out, win or lose, you know, and be fine. I think Yasmin Lucindo, man, like, that girl kind of comes in trying to destroy dreams. You know what I mean? Like, her and Denise Gomes, they're destroying dreams right now. So, I think Elise Reed would have been a better matchup for Josephine Newton. I didn't. When they announced it, Lucindo, I was like, oh, man, I don't know about that. I mean, Newton is strong. and She's a good striker, but I think uh, – Lucinda has been showing all levels so far. She's been showing me something. I didn't know she was going to be bringing, but I like it. Easy said 135 is wide open. I don't see anyone that's really dangerous. No, I don't either. I don't see anybody that's dangerous. So I think it's just going to be a matter of somebody going on a win streak and beating the lesser fighters, but I really don't see any danger there. Not like strawweight or flyweight high five said hopefully casey versus rose next or chicagan versus rose yeah so does she say she's not going back to 115 on her live does anybody know about that did she did she address moving back down or staying at 125 gdr is going to claim the belt that's what high five said i'm gonna talk about that i need to talk about it because gdr is back right We'll do a video on that and see what she can do. She already about 42, so we'll see. And she had the baby. It's kind of weird though, man. Like she had the baby. Not weird she had the baby because she is a woman, but feel feel like kind of feel like her partner should have had the baby, in my opinion. You know, since she fights. I'm just saying, it just seemed like it would have been better. Yeah, but yeah, did anybody hear what Rose is gonna do? Is she gonna move back down or high five? You watch it. Yeah, running Reese at Bantamweight is just kind of boring. I wonder why UFC doesn't do an ultimate fighter for 105. Yeah, they need to do that 105, man. They need to do the Adam Weight thing. Adam Weights. Something. Gabby said Eileen Perez versus Cornell. That might be interesting. I think Haley Cohen versus uh, Cavalcanti would be good. Yeah, that will. Yeah, that woke me up. Now H Haley Cohen versus Cavalcanti. Yeah, one thirty-five used to be the division for sure. Yeah, I used to watch that final, watch that division all the time. 
Colson said Myra Buena Silva submits GDR. Anybody agree with that? I think this version of her, she probably would or could. Easy said Rose doesn't want to cut to 115 anymore. Oh, Cavalcanti versus Vidal. Yeah, that's a good fight. That's a good one. But actually, I think Haley Cohen and Vidal are going to be matched up again, right? All right, High Five said, yeah, Rose says she won't move down after her fans are feeding her lots of claps. Fighting Minona thought she won. I see Joanna's vibes in there. I really don't see how she people thought she won, though, man. I mean, you can say it was competitive, but I don't see the win, man. Like, but but then again, it is mostly her fans that are saying that. I haven't I haven't heard any anybody that was non biased to say Rose won the fight. I don't see it. I really don't see it. I'm like, damn, I'm missing something. Like, do I need glasses? Like, I was looking all night. I was like, yo, what, what, am I, did I miss some punches? Wait, six said Rose stated that Manone called her out, and that's why she took the fight. I thought the matchmakers matched him up because I thought she said something like they matched him up. Yeah, I'm a fan of her style, like you know how she moves and everything, you know. But I didn't think she won that fight. Easy said, "I'm a fan." I said, "She lost." Okay. With a good finger, she probably could have beat her. I don't know, man. It's like if you broke your ankle in the fight or something. I think that would, or, or you hurt your knee. I think that would be kind of harder to win by. But you know, like a broken finger. One hundred five is the UFC interest in that division. They haven't really said. Uh, they haven't really said that they show that much interest in. That's the bad part. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Manon did call her out and say she would welcome her to the division, but I thought at first it was just like, yo, are they going to make this fight or what? Yeah, that's what I was saying, Easy. I, I always thought broken fingers, you know, for boxers, it's devastating. But I've seen box, you know, boxers, they can still win with it broken. But, yeah, with the MMA fighter, I'm thinking, you know, go to kicks, go to wrestling. You know, this stuff happens a lot. So, to me, I just thought that it wasn't a complete deal breaker for her to lose. To, to it, was, it wasn't a complete deal breaker for her not to win the fight off of a broken finger to me, you know. I mean, Roy Jones hurt, broke his right hand against Bernard Hopkins back in the day and won it with one fight, won it with one hand, you know, adrenaline pumping. You know, he said, like he said in the song, he said right hand was broke, beat, beat Hopkins with the left hand, you know, and still threw the right hand.
What about say Holly seems like a nice person? Oh yeah, yeah. Holly seems like a really nice, genuine nice person. That's why I can't say anything bad about. Her. I mean, I don't want to see her get hurt, and I think sometimes she needs to quit. But like, as far as like anything bad to say about Holly, like she's not one that I can say is a bad person. Like I can't say anything bad about Holly. I always liked Holly, you know. Still do, you know. Easy said May Mayweather was notorious for hand problems. Yeah, him and Joe Calzaghe. They both had like brittle hands, but Joe Calzaghe was undefeated with brittle hands. Floyd was brittle, undefeated with brittle hands, you know. So that's constant fighting with brittle hands, you know. So Lolita said, Where is Rose's Rose is live? It, it's on her IG, right? I haven't watched it. I believe it's on her IG. Oh yeah, yeah. Mora is uh, making her debut. I, I'm not sure if she goes far yet. I gotta see what she looks like first. But I like what she looked like that night. I like the energy that she brought. Hold on. Still a little early to tell. You know, she was going to get her contract, though, because she went straight in and, um, you know, went for the finish. You know, she went straight in for the finish. You know, uh, Dana White, he likes that. You know, she finished the undefeated fighter, too, that night at the Contender Series. So um, I think that if she's got levels to her and she grows, hopefully she's going to be part of the new top 15 at some point, man. I think her and Josephine are pretty good fighters, though. Um, Edward Morrow is going to be fighting like a newcomer, too, right? From See, they're giving her a newcomer. She's fighting like some new girl from, um, I think, Korea. She's fighting a Korean fighter that's making her debut. Is it a Korean fighter she's fighting, I think? Yeah. Korean fighter making her debut. I was like, dang, they gave her, they gave her a... Um, they gave her a newcomer, but they gave Newtson a Lucindo, man. They trying to get her hurt, man. Everybody should have said, Manone said in an interview, said Rose broke her finger. She's lucky it wasn't five rounds. I would have broken my foot in her. <laughs> did she really say that? Come on now. Did Manone really say that? If she did, that's funny. <laughs> I mean, it's funny because she don't talk like that, but I mean, <laughs> did she really say that? Manon said she lucky it wasn't five rounds out of broken my foot off in her. They don't even talk like that in France, do they? They don't even do they use that term? Break my foot off in your did she really say that? Because she did, you know. I I like that. I like that. Because it's funny. Yeah, the, the third round was close. First time I watched it, I thought Manon took it all. Second round, I could have seen it go to Rose because of the pressure from early in the fight. And, you know, Manoa's moving out of harm's way. But um, I thought there was some good clinch work in there. A couple of times, a couple of shots landed from both. Neither one really, like, went over, you know, over the, the hill to try to, you know, really get the victory in that. Or, like, Rose didn't really go after it, like, to finish, so.
<clears throat> yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying earlier, James. Yes, you got to take the grasshopper approach. You got to take the grasshopper approach, I think. Uh, the Crawford approach, the Terrence Crawford approach. Like when he moved up to 147, there was a process to it, right? There was a whole process to it. And he got his um he got his victory over Spence, you know, by because Bud said it. No, no, no. Bomac said it. Bomac said that Arrow's making a mistake letting us grow into this division. No, they knew what they were doing. They were they had no intention on fighting Arrow until they grew into the division, you know. So he tried to say they made a mistake with not making the fight right then. They did, they knew they weren't going to take it then because they were going to let Crawford grow into the to, into the division, which was smart. The fights he fought weren't like great fights, of course, but they built him up and he filled his body out, and that's the most important part for uh, for Terrence because. Skill wise, he knew he was already better. So, yeah. So yeah, she Grasso Crawford. They pretty much had the same approach. And look where they're at now. Um, I feel like Manon didn't really gain anything from this fight. Everybody's just talking about Rose and her finger. Yeah, I, I think the ones that are hating, they know. Like to me, she gained something because they know if Rose would be if. They know if they gave the victory to Rose that night and it was still close, they'd be saying, oh, I want Rose to be champion next. She's getting the title shot next. But that was the thing, too, like, okay. And this goes back to what I was saying in the summer. Like, honest opinion, when Manon called Rose out, I didn't really care for the fight. As it got closer, I said, okay, it might be competitive. But keeping it 100 like I said before, in the very beginning, Manon and Aaron should have been that fight. Let Rose fight Tyler, because they both been out for over a year. Let Manon and Aaron fight in Paris. That was the fight I originally said should have happened. But now that they secured it, I watched it, and I just said, okay, it's going to be competitive. I didn't ever say I wanted it, but... Aaron and Manon should have been the fight to happen. Main event in Paris. It should have been a five-round fight. It would have answered all the questions. This fight didn't really need to happen. No, not at all. Because if she did win, people ain't going to give her credit for it. Oh, I appreciate that Lolita with the 10 spot. I thank you. Lolita always in the building. Always good to have her. Easy says Spence said he was going to whoop Bud. Oh, my goodness. I don't even want to hear about a rematch. I took a little break from the boxing channel, but I'll be back. I'll be back on there to talk about some things. I'll be back on the boxing channel in a little bit. Maybe tomorrow. We'll see. Come on over there, Easy E, tomorrow, man. I might be on live on the boxing channel. Boxing fans are weird, though, man. Like, I need to get into that groove and start <laughs> handing out smoke with the boxing fans like that. There's a lot of weird. The Spence fans and the Bud fans, they're like Whaley Rose fans, so you know I can handle them. <laughs> you know, they, they get the same way sometimes. Yeah, Runnery prefer Aaron and Manone. That was the fight to make. That was the fight to make. Oh my goodness. Spence. Spence really don't need to take this fight, man. I get a concussion thinking about it. 
High five said Rose only uses Manon to earn respect again. Pretty much like now everybody's gonna say, Oh, she fought the the giant, almost won, but they ain't gonna give Rose her props. Brian said, I agree. If Manon doesn't get the shot, it is because she made the wrong call out. Yeah. Yeah, really, like going back, Manon Aaron was the one that makes sense because that's what I would have called out. I mean, Aaron acknowledged it, then I would have been like, you know what? Yo, let me go ahead and get this girl Aaron that keep trying to take my shine. You know, Rose ain't even in this division. You know, Rose, you you, you go play with the little girls. All right. Manon should have said, yo, let me get Aaron on this uh Paris card. Now they might have to fight again. I mean, now they might have to go through one more gauntlet. They're gonna have to fight now. Yeah, he activated the rematch clause, boy. Yeah, all the fans. Yeah, Crawford fans are crazy too. They're they're both crazy. They're they're it's just like Rose and Whaley fans, like nuts. Well, you know, there's fanatics and then there's fans. So Gabby said, Who would who will generate more hype from their performance? Manone or Aaron? Um <clears throat> I actually think Manone probably will just because it'll bring in a lot of controversy. But when you look at it actually skill wise too, I think Manone used a little bit more good skills to handle <clears throat> excuse me a little bit more skills to handle um the situation and dangerous fighter but then again Aaron you know she did what she had to do too so <clears throat> I mean what do y'all think honestly like for the people that are in here like would y'all want to see Manone and Aaron fight? Let me ask. Let me ask you, Brian. Do you think Aaron and Manone need to fight now to decide, or do we just pick one? Or do, does the UFC just pick one? Let's ask Ronnie Rennie. Let's see. Does Aaron and Manone need to fight now, or do we just pick? And say, okay, no, Aaron gets it. Oh, no, no, gets it. I'm looking at the community post. Yeah, um, Manon and Aaron need to fight for it. Yeah, it's winning right now. And 40% think Aaron deserves it. 19% think Manon deserves it. Dang. They really hate the fact that she beat Rose right now, huh? <laughs> Runner said Aaron should get the title shot. Marcus said Aaron and Manone might end up as a title eliminator. Lolita said, yeah, they need to fight. Um, James Preston, no, I'm not saying they need to fight now. I'm saying UFC will pick one, but does the other wait it out or take another fight? I think... Um, See, that's the thing. Like, I think if I think Manone should get it because she's been here at the top longer and she's a little bit older, too. So time ain't really on her side like that. Uh, I think Aaron waiting isn't really going to do damage to her. She's only, what, 24 years old. And even, you know, her taking another fight until then, it really wouldn't do any damage.
that's just I think. I mean, you know, I, I, I think in that order, you know, when you look at who could really um who who's been there a little bit longer at the top and who yeah, I look at the age, like who can get off let's see, who could get it off of their hmm. Yeah, I don't want to overthink it. Y'all just say me no. I'll, I'll say me no. But I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't argue though, man. I, I would like. I would like to see. I would like to see them fight though. Yeah, she was supposed to get the shot anyway. Yeah, that's what I say. Like Aaron, I, I think Aaron. You know, still could grow a little bit. You know, I mean, if she got it, fine, I'm cool with that. But I'm just saying, like, when I look at age wise and who was there first, and off of the legit le legitimacy of the win, where I said I think Manon deserves a shot, but Aaron had an argument. If Valentina wins, they may do a trilogy. If that if that happens, Aaron versus Manon has to happen. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. If they do a trilogy, then they're going to have to fight. And I think they should do a trilogy, honestly. I think if if Valentina wins the belt and Grasso still wants it and Grasso is not shook, then I think that a, a rubber match would be in the making. That, and that depends, like, too, if it's a competitive fight. Like, if if Valentina wins a decision in a hard-fought hard fought way, then they might have to run it back. But if, like, Valentina goes in there and starches grasso then maybe we could jump on to another fight if it's really close if it's really close then i would say rubber match but if not then i would say um you could move on yeah i think grass then, then you know valentine getting her belt back she could move on yeah maybe not you it's not really warranted okay okay yeah but I'm just saying, like, if Grasso holds her own in it and she's still looking like top level, yeah. I thought Aaron has a gas tank, but maybe because he got maybe because Tyler didn't that night. Yeah, that's a possibility. Her gas tank could have made it look a little bit better. Rose is the youngest female champ, so Aaron will be the second youngest. Yeah. I know that'll that'll make that'll make Macy Barber mad, boy, because Macy wanted to be the youngest champ. Yeah, yeah, right, Gabby. They did it for Figueredo and Marino. Yeah. <laughs> Brian said no, no. Brian said no, no trilogy for him. <laughs> no, Elita said no trilogy. If it turns out Valentina wins by a close fight, I think they might do one. Yeah. Easy said Whaley ain't beat Rose ain't beating this current version of Whaley. And that's the thing, man. We may never find out because Rose already secured that that storyline. I don't think we'll ever get back to that storyline. I think Rose acknowledged that a little while back too, didn't she? No, 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 no. It was like a couple of days ago. She said Wei Lee moves up. Did she say she would beat her again? Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. 
here we go. Rose won't shut down Whaley trilogy at flyweight, but claims to have her number. Okay, let's read through this a little bit. I know that I'm better than Whaley as a fighter. I think she's reached another level that's pretty impressive. And she keeps getting better. I'm happy for her trajectory. I'm happy for her trajectory, and I hope she does. Keeps doing well. But I know from my personal self, to me as a martial artist, I know that I've got her number. We, if we ever have to face again, if we ever to face again, maybe it, it might be at 125. We'll see. But you know, I don't know. I hope she keeps doing well, though. Yeah, she said she got her number, boy. She said she got her number for right now. So they could fight at 125 one day. But I don't, Whaley don't need to move to 125 right now. She got business. She got enough business. She got Jan Zanon and Suarez. High fives to have a class later. See you when I see y'all. Stop this Aaron hype trading voices. <laughs> See you later. High five. Gabby said, but I think the women's flyweight division has a lot of contenders. Newcomers are just coming up to the UFC or just move on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know how that is, Marcus. She was able to give Cav she was able to give Jossie and maybe because she was just smaller and in there, but she looks stiff, man. You look stiff. Yeah, they were fighting in one twenty-five. I think they would have to. It would have to make sense. Like how somebody would have to have the belt. I think like Whaley or Rose would have to have the belt at one twenty-five. And I think if had Rose won Saturday, she probably could have put herself in a position. You know, and hope Grasso would win because I don't think she beat Valentina. So she beats Grasso. Whaley might want to move up and get that rubber match. But I think right now that's off the off the table. Rose should have went back down on 115 and stopped Whaley again. She thinks she would. And 125 proved to me proved to be confusing. Was never the move to make, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't either. Like I must have misheard something because I thought she said she had rough weight cuts. But when I heard the interview and some people told me they had said that she said she never had rough weight cut. So I'm like, if you never had rough weight cut, then why move up? So see, Lolita says she can't make 150. Okay, so she can't. See, the audio on mine must have been off. Like, I that's what I thought I heard. I thought maybe I heard she doesn't want doesn't, doesn't want to fight at 115 anymore. But I might have misheard that she had rough weight cuts. But if she has rough weight cuts, then why? If she doesn't have rough weight cuts, then why move up? I mean, maybe it's like I said, a boredom thing. But still, I mean, bored. Shoot. Hey, you want the 125? You better be really, really ready to go, though. It don't matter if you boredom. I get you hurt in there. You move up just because you're bored. I mean, you move up to this division. It's a different thing. But anyway, y'all, that's it for me tonight. This was a good show, good long show. It's about almost two hours. 
like I said, this talk show had to do live. So yeah, make sure you subscribe here to the YouTube channel. And this show, y'all hear me talking about y'all's comments. It'll be on all these other platforms too, where I post it up at. So um, yeah, I am out, but I will catch y'all on tomorrow. So shout out to everybody in the chat. Hit the subscribe and the like, and I'll be back with another one. I'm out, y'all. Peace.